everybody, it's Emma T and Kate Spencer for the podcast. <laughs> Kate was a little bit uh, startled and stuttery there. That's because she's just said before she pressed record, I've got a really good topic and I don't know what it's going to be. You don't. So if it's rubbish, it's on you. Well, we could just press stop and nobody will ever know. Ever. Ever. So, Squidward, what we're going to talk about, <laughs> what we're going to talk about today is about how you know, like, for example, I was looking at a poster a day, it was about uh, 10, I think it was something like 10 subtle signs of depression, and it was an article I was reading, and I thought, what about, we're all so different, and we all know ourselves so much better than anybody else, i.e. you would say your own best expert, how do you know when you're off? Hmm... Like, things that tell me I'm off is I stop having a bath. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I love a bath. I love candles. I love oil. I could stay in there forever. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it'll get to three days, and I'll think, why well, haven't I had a bath? Oh, I've just realised I haven't had a bath. Um, she does have a shower in between, though. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. But something like that, to me, would be a sign that I'm not okay Right, interesting. What so, about your so, what would mm, be your earliest I think sign? Probably be? feeling irritable. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling like I've got no time mm-hmm. is quite common for me, and feeling like um, common when I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling like overwhelm, I think, would be mine. And then the practical things would be the house being a mess. Mm-hmm. Because I simply don't have the time to clean the bathroom or open my mail or um, do the ironing and stuff like that. And the house starts to look quite messy. I'll tell you what's interesting about that. When I'm not okay, my house is more likely to be really clean and organised. Ah, right. And one of the things that I hear off clients a lot is the stop looking in the mirror. Oh, really? Yeah, because when you look in the mirror, it's like that kind of... Because often I'll do mirror work, a bit of classic Louise here, or, or talking to yourself in the mirror with some affirmations and so on. And the amount of people that, particularly if they're working on self-esteem, mm-hmm. which for some for some reason, I was going to say for some reason, is huge at the minute, but it, it's absolutely massive at the moment. And the, one of the first things people struggle with is looking in the mirror. Right. They don't do it. So I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, definitely. So... I think what you're saying is when you're... So it's it's early warning signs yep. of feeling different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting, isn't it? Because we all could Google stuff like depression or anxiety and see what the more extreme symptoms are. Or general symptoms. Yeah. Like- so you know that if you're in bed for seven days and you can't cope and you're feeling really yeah. teary and you're not eating and you're not looking after yourself, that, that's that's a massive red flag. Something's really wrong and you need to get help fast. But I think what you're talking about is what does it feel like at the beginning of a journey mm-hmm. that could go in that direction. That also could be easier to jam the brakes on. I worked with somebody, um, I think a couple of years ago, and we developed a whole system of um, flags, yellow Mm. flags, yellow flags and red flags. And we went through all sorts of behaviours and thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then there were obviously more subtle things before. And then what we did over time was we got very, very few red flags because we were noticing it all at the earlier stages. Ah, right, brilliant. So this is about self-awareness, isn't it? And it's about you knowing how you uh your behavior your thoughts 
and actions actually yeah and and for me environment as well change when you're starting to struggle a bit when you're not feel as i would say when you've been knocked off your perch a bit when you mm-hmm. don't feel great and that could be burnout could be overwhelm it could be anxiety depression it could be mental healthiness it could, it could be anything really but yours i think what you're saying is when things start to feel out of whack recognize what it is and then what do you need a strategy don't you you need to do something about it you do but you also need a more foolproof way of recognizing it because if things are on the slip already Mm -hmm. then you know who cares if you haven't had a bath for a couple of days and one of the ways that i do that which i've done the last couple of weeks is rigorous journaling all right okay and no fancy footwork no like crazy tricks or anything just literally even you know a record and then what i think about it just like so i've done this i've done this i've done this and i feel this this and this right and that just gets you in the mindset of observing Mm -hmm. um really taking stock and then also noting how you feel about what's happened and literally trying to do it seven days in a row 10 days in a row 14 days in a row and it makes it so much easier and faster to pick up on any patterns or discrepancies and yeah. then also to look back historically at... I've just spat on Kate's leg. I'm so sorry. <laughs> also to look back historically at um, your signs of being in trouble or not okay and, and how it manifests for you and how it be, sort of... At any stage, either how it begins to show or how it shows when it's like really knocking on the door. And sometimes what you can do is you can reorder that. You could write all those things down, thoughts, feelings, actions on paper cut them into little slips and then try and put them in a timeline ah mm-hmm. so what does usually happen first and then you can develop your own system of warning flags and then red flags mm-hmm. as well and i like the not to 10 thing as mm-hmm. well i like to you can do it generally how are you today on a six oh we use scaling a lot don't yeah we? um so you, generally you could say oh god i'm probably only a three out of ten today or mm. I'm, I'm great I'm a, I'm a nine in fact i might be even be a 9.5 but when you when you use that scale as well, you can apply it to particular things. You could, if you wanted to write it down every day, you could write your energy level, mm-hmm. your um, how well you've eaten, could be like from zero to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be lots and lots of how well you slept, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now sleep's an interesting one because I've noticed as well. I have a lot of uncomfortable dreams slash nightmares when I'm not okay, mm. and that is one of my massive. Red Science. Now, yeah, now you could just think, oh, it's because I had a, I don't know. You watched a, a, an episode or, or something yeah. and it had, had a bit of, uh, had a, a theme in it that so, was unsettling or something. Nord off rat leg or something. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But that, for me, will show up consistently when I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do about it? That's what you asked me before. I'll just turn that around back to you, Kate. What would you do about it? Well, what I was thinking when you said that was that it's responsible I think to tell people around you mm-hmm. if you feel like you can. Um, for example, I live in the same house as our parents, and if I don't tell people when I don't feel okay, it can lead to arguments and tension and falling out. Not often at all, but it's kind of other relationships for me to say. Oh, I'm not great. I'm struggling at the minute. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I, I I don't want to go into it. I don't really want to talk about it. I just need you to know I'm not in a good place. It's not you. 
um but i'm not doing well at the minute and i'm going to work on regrouping my energy and i need a couple of days off and i'm going to cave out for a while i'm not ignoring you we haven't fallen out it's me Mm -hmm. that's quite useful and I think that's quite responsible you see, if I, you do know that I did that to you last week when I came down I said oh I've had a terrible nightmare during the night I roughly told you what it was about mm -hmm. and remember and we're in mm -hmm. the kitchen I just said oh I just feel really off I just don't feel great yeah and I think it is that kind of polite nice it's boundaried it's a little fence of love to keep mm -hmm. you and them safe as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it it just gives people context mm -hmm. so they don't think you're being difficult they don't I mean, there's. You could come into my house when I'm really, really struggling and think, "What a lazy cow," because there's loads of ironing to be done. The bathroom's not clean. The um, mail's not open. This is when I, if I was really, really struggling, and it has happened a couple of times, and you could actually be quite judgmental. However, you know me well enough to look past that now and think. She's not great. Mm -hmm. Some something's going on, and she's not in a good place because that's not my norm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've got a lived-in house, and I'm not, but naturally a tidy person. But it's not normally as bad as that. So I would expect you, as someone to know me well, to see that as a flag. And I know what yours are usually as well. Um, so I think identifying them, great strategy in terms of journaling and writing them down, being more self-aware. Once you know that you're at the top of the slope, slippy slope or you've been knocked off your perch, for me, it's about strategies to help get you back on there. And for me, it's usually, just speaking for myself, about massively increasing my self-care. Um, with me, it's usually because I've uh, ended up getting overwhelmed because I've got a lot going on. Mm. And I think especially in lockdown, we work throughout lockdown and doing the kind of work that we do. It's great fun making a podcast. I have to say it's, you know, it's really just us two chatting and we enjoy this side of our work and we enjoy all of our work. But it can be hard being present for other people and helping them to navigate difficult situations when you're in a house that's busy or when you're in a house that's got other people in it and you're locked in and locked down and I know we both struggled with that um at times and we didn't have any time off during mm. lockdown either because a big part of our job is to show up and serve whether it's in life and soul academy or whether it's with one-to-one -one clients and a lot of people were struggling mm -hmm. and we felt like it was wrong to bail out you know yeah pixies and unicorns all the way you know month of magic was a brilliant program the happiness map you know, we do loads of stuff about manifesting money. We do loads of fun stuff in our child stuff. But when people were really, really struggling, we had to show up for them. Oh, I, I felt like I wanted to. Definitely. Um, and, you know, I probably did get a bit of burnout because of it. Because I was trying to navigate life, you know, with, with a family, all living in the same house, with a teenager, still working. Everyone had their own version of it. And, and yeah, there were times when I didn't feel great. So I think what I had to do was I had to really pull up the drawbridge and look after myself. And I had to let people around me know that I was doing that because mm. maybe it was just me that was worried about being judged and worried about feeling guilty about it. If I thought in the afternoon I need a two-hour nap or I need to have a bath or I need to go out for a walk on my own and I don't want anyone with me and I'm not going to answer my phone if you ring. So... 
I ha I did tell people that I was going to be looking after myself a bit more. And I think the people around me were quite pleased to hear that, actually, because they'd seen that I was struggling. So I was just having a little inner lull there about sometimes we'll go out for a walk and it'll be like, right, no phones, but then you'll get... Oh, harassed to death. <laughs> Can you just pick up some... Something really, really essential. <sighs> like, yeah, on the way back. <laughs> Lambs fry or lard or just some random thing. Shoelaces or... Half a tube of super glue. Just, yeah. yeah. It's hard sometimes. But, but everyone's like that, Emma. We live in a world of mobile phones, of technology, of... Facebook I turn mine off every stuff. night, you don't. No, I don't turn mine off. I have the landline right next to the bed, though. But I turn my uh, all my notifications off on my mobile. No, I, just, I don't. I have the phone on, so I guess I might see it light up. Oh, no, I have mine on quiet all night. Uh, I don't. Because if anyone, like, what's for people like you? And, yeah, and... but I just ring the landline. <laughs> but the thing is, this whole thing about noticing when you are not okay mm-hmm. and the subtle signs, it's got to start with observation. And I think... It's got to start with a baseline of knowing who you are when you're all right. Now, can you remember when we did... Was it in the 12 Lessons programme we did a Who Am I sort of module? Was it something about mirror or something like that? One of the lessons. I can't remember. And we did a little bit... Maybe the Law of Reflection. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing how many people... I did this probably in my early 30s as as a thing I was doing at college and we'd have to do a presentation of Who Am I. And it was really difficult to actually share who you were Mm -hmm. and you can't believe you can get to your 30s 40s and 50s and actually Mm -hmm. really not know it's do you know what i mean it's bizarre Mm -hmm. so i think spending some time looking back historically at big events in your life picking out those things those telltale signs that you can really only see with hindsight i uh, i could have noticed that actually had i known at the time i was starting to feel a bit iffy a few weeks before it can really really serve us well in the now to have that awareness and it's like it's like a recipe for the world's shittiest cake you can see it happening though can't you mm-hmm. but you can you know the ingredients are going in the dish and you know it's going to taste like utter chod <laughs> <laughs> it's the world's biggest chod cake is chod a bad word no, no, I, did, no. I didn't know if it was offensive but no. it's like it's the world's biggest dog shit cake and you can and but when you can see it happening you can stop those ingredients going in, but you've got to be aware and you've got to know yourself. And I actually think sometimes it's really scary to look at yourself, to look at what's happened and what the lead up was and how it manifested in you in terms of, or how it showed in you in terms of thoughts and behaviour. Some people don't want to look. It can be scary to look, but it's essential. Yeah, because you'd see, we live in this society, don't we, where we've got to be good at everything. There's loads of pressure, especially on women of, you know, being the looking the looking perfect, the school, the getting the school run nailed, you know the after school clubs, the the fantastic cook, you you've got to cook like Nigella Lawson, you've got to be, you know, look fabulous all the time. It's just not realistic and the, at all. The thing is as well, who wants to own up to being an absolute, I don't know, awesome. nasty crazy bitch <laughs> of a mother? Because actually, it was an anxious week. Do you know what I mean? Actually, I pick on my child when I'm nervous. <laughs> I mean, who wants to... Oh, yeah, what an observation. Yay, me. Oh, I'm so pleased I've identified that. I'm nasty to my child when I'm feeling nervous. What a win. But who... Uh, but this is the thing. And you don't have a bath for three days. I know, exactly. Wow. But who wants to be proud of identifying that? I deliberately start fights with people when I can't liberate my sadness. I'm passive aggressive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But 
you have to notice it. You have to stare down the barrel of the emotional gun because you, you have to know. Well, if you don't name it and claim it, you're not going to be able to do anything Even about it, are you? Even if it's only to yourself. Exactly. This does not have to be public for you, you unless, see, sometimes... unless you're making a podcast. <laughs> sometimes when I'm feeling emotionally constipated i like to deliberately set off an argument because it's validating it's I'm, I'm really i can that is really really bad it's not it's a yellow flag it's not bad there's no such thing as bad emotions really <laughs> oh no i do because if i'm feeling emotionally constipated or stagnant and I just need some explosive energy and something to move. Sometimes I can just line things up a little bit enough to aggravate someone <laughs> and then get a bit of comeback and then I can really go for them. Why don't you do that pillow screaming thing that you were telling me about instead? And then you're not gonna tell wind, you why, you're not gonna wind other people up. I'll tell you why, because sometimes I don't do the things that I tell you about. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to do the primal scream into my pillow. Or, a, or put all your anger into a stone and oh, throw it in the river. No, sometimes I just like to really set off a good argument. <laughs> <laughs> but a good argument is a bit like a thunderstorm. It clears the air, doesn't it? Depends who you're arguing with, really. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? That's a, that's yeah, a, yeah, dude. That's a trait. It's a behaviour. It's a knowing yourself that you can't kid a kidder. And you've got to know yourself well enough to say... I know what I'm doing here and I actually can so, take it one step further I know why I'm doing it yeah and so what would you do with that though Emma because that's not productive oh yeah it's not healthy it's, it's not, not ideal. productive We're you, so that, that's a fun it is quite funny but you know that you do that yes and you do it because in your own words you feel emotionally constipated and it's probably got nothing to do with it's got person. nothing to do with the other person <laughs> at all they just get caught up in it yes and they probably end up getting really pissed off and upset they literally get caught in the shit <laughs> so what else could you do instead of that because the thing is you've identified it which is brilliant so you're saying that that's a flag yeah well it's emotional intelligence yeah, that's, I've, that's got a flag. I've got to recognize it yeah. i've got to know why i'm right and feel like i'm going to be picking for an argument uh-huh so, the, so so for me i need to look up the benefits of that it's an explosion of emotions i stand up when i'm angry <laughs> I might get very close to someone's <laughs> face when I'm angry. But the um <laughs> No but so for me what I'm looking at with that is it's not it's noise, it's a physical response, it's a standing up. So for me it's very physiological. So actually I'm probably just better off going for a long walk when I feel that coming on. I need to be I need to move and going and shouting at the river or something like that. Fuck you, river. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, River. Oh yeah, yeah, Kate. I can see that as being really therapeutic. So when Emma is arrested later oh. on this year for shouting that at uh, uh, River Tyne oh. <laughs> while shaking my fist. No, so for me, it's I, I need to do something. I need to probably be standing up. I don't need to sit down and brood and watch telly. I need to be moving. I need to actually shake it off. Right, okay, so that's a good strategy then, once you've identified that Correct. that flag is there. So Correct. I guess what we want people to think of is what is your version of that? Yes. What is your what is what is your <laughs> warning sign that you are gonna be um <laughs> not sporting for an argument? What's your warning sign that you don't feel great? Because the don't feel great part of that is emotionally constipated and the difficulty is i'm a very passive gentle person 
and I've got a funny old temper, me. I can be, <laughs> I can be really calm for months, and then it'll come out of nowhere, and and that's because it has been a little bit too calm for months. So I have to learn that I don't have to push things down. I don't have to be presented as calm all of the time. But we did a, a podcast on positive. No, we didn't. Peaceful, a pissed no, off. No, toxic positivity. Oh yeah, so there's two. There's peaceful and pissed off, which is really funny, and people have said this week that that is the funniest one we've done. I so don't far. understand how that was the funniest. What I was... just think it was really funny. You do? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was an toxic positivity. Is the other one? Yeah, you were saying where people yeah. feel like they've got to be really positive all of the time. Well, and yeah, that or you then can't. Then you're not on the spiritual bus, or you're not on the I'm doing well bus. You know, you can't have an you're not angry in 5D. seat. You can't have an angry seat on the hair house bus. <laughs> Do you know what? You can't. Oh, can you can't. You? But again, yet again, coming back to them, you can't tell me Wayne Dyer didn't use the F word. I know he did. <laughs> <laughs> I channeled. Nah, I'm just messing up. Um, but, you know, I can remember a Wayne Dyer. It's probably on the CD shelf. I think it's something called, it might be Being in Balance, that one, a CD set he did. And he there's this story about when he knew that he was already spiritual by this point and he was famous and he was doing loads of stuff on the telly and had been for some time. And he went to a restaurant with his family and they didn't, I think the story was something oh, like... they didn't have a cold beer. They didn't have the cold beer that he wanted and he made his family get up and leave. And they'd already ordered their food. Yeah, yeah and he was that. like, why should I stay here when they haven't got my beer? And sometimes I do feel like that in the morning when there's no <laughs> coffee. but Or when it comes in the wrong mug. Oh, yeah. That's the Toxic Positivity, Positivity. podcast. Um, you know, and he, he said in that moment, when he re- when he looked at his family's face and he knew what he was doing that he knew it was time for a change. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But, so. so, yeah, so even even Wayne Dyer, being famous and knowing everything he knew, still had moments where he would flip out over a non-beer being there or a warm beer or whatever it was. So in our discussion, we would be saying to him, right, Wayne, that's a flag. Yeah. What's really going on here? And how many flags did you have before? And what's been the build-up? You see, I Let's see your journal, Wayne. I know. Give how how many are you out of ten? You see, Wayne? I don't think. I think the the beer was the result. I think I don't think that was a flag. I think that I think that was the moment. That right. was the flip out. I think the flags were prior to that. I think he had to find a particular parking space at said yeah, restaurant. I think he didn't have the shirt that he wanted to wear. I think he'd he been might, aggravated all day. I think he might have checked the car was locked and didn't just. Trust the universe. I think he had to go, go a bit checky with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was there a flags, build up. There were flags he missed. There was, there was a build up, and he, we don't know about that. But yeah, we're saying if you do know what your build up is and what your flags are, that's a whole lot better. If you had an unseen flag, Kate Spencer, mm-hmm. currently in the peripheral of your awareness, what could it be? Um, I think feeling anxious. That sign that kind of creeps up a little bit sometimes, and the more um, overwhelmed I get, the more sort of anxious and antsy I get. Now I'll tell you what surprised me recently, and this is a new flag, new to you, <laughs> <laughs> new to woo. It's a new flag to me, right? A few days recently, I've woken up feeling ridiculously excited. Like <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, like. Diarrhea excited. <laughs> no, this Christmas is, Day excited. Yeah, Christmas Day, 
in the taxi on holiday, have I locked the door? Excited, <laughs> right? But there was literally nothing happening on these days, right? And do you know what I realised? And I actually Googled, why do I feel excited for no reason? Right? Now, seriously, this is so mad, honestly. And I'd spent days feeling like this. I did get a bit loose as well. So there was a physical, there was a physical side to the feeling of excitement. So it was shits and giggles. Well, potentially it could have been. It's all shits and giggles till someone giggles Giggles and shits. So the thing is, right, there was physical sensations to said excitement. I was feeling a bit kind of Emma, where's this going? I was anxious. (laughs) <laughs> I'm only laughing not. because of the look on her face Shit you not, not laughing at her being anxious case, it took nice. me four days to figure it out but you wow. see the feelings of nerves and excitement physiologically are very very similar so, so similar so, <laughs> so so don't have a poo <laughs> no, I was going to say so if you wake up Shitting yourself with excitement tomorrow morning. You're really anxious, so go to see your GP. Don't bother with your that journal just, that, that just, morning. That just suck the joy out of waking up. Don't look alright, didn't it? Don't bother with your journal that morning. Don't bother rating yourself out of ten. No, but put some clean. Okay. Go to the toilet. Put some clean pants on and get the doctor's quick. But the thing is, right. It wasn't excitement. Now, had it been actual, legit excitement, it wouldn't have hung around for four days and I wouldn't have felt plagued into trying to kind of figure it out and ill at ease with said <laughs> excitement. So, okay, honestly... I'd be ill at ease if I felt like I was going to shit myself all the time. <laughs> You've got and to... I also think, he is just I'm just a stab in the dark, most people would also feel like that. <laughs> that part has not yet rectified I'm just saying so let's not oh, laugh too much and we're going to have to do a video of one of these you know because I'm sitting here in a lilac satin kimono <laughs> Kate's got this weird bobble contract contraction contraption Jackie it's like Jack's creation <laughs> Google lad Google Jack's creation Google Jack's creation <laughs> it's like Jack's creation right so just to get us back on track and I was really worried this was the most boring oh. podcast when we started talking <laughs> and now I think it's my all-time favorite <laughs> right so there's loads to take home from that <laughs> I know. wow I'm not really sure how to wrap that up are you but I can let you know that Kate's got sort of a late, late 80s banana rama side ponytail going on. <laughs> and quite a lot of grey hair, but I'm That's getting it right. dyed in a couple of weeks. It's not oh, yeah. too bad, yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll wake up that day with excitement. I know. Do you know what? I haven't actually been to a hairdresser since the night before our Life and Soul Live event really? in Roka. Which is how long ago? October. It'll be two years, like 18 months. Wow. Yeah. You're getting away with it, though. But I did let uh, someone cut my hair (laughs) on Saturday Saturday night. And there was a lot of it came off. Yeah. So, Emma the Coconut. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, well, we better wrap up. We hope you found that entertaining and useful. If you love what we do... Uh, think about looking at Life and Soul Academy, our online community where we hang out and do more funny shit. Yeah. And where we teach and connect and 
do all kinds of awesome. So yeah, come and visit us because it's a good laugh and we love we love newbies to join the tribe. All right, so I'm gonna say goodbye from me. Goodbye from Emma T. See you next time. <laughs> that was Kate the Trump. <laughs> what the hell? With soul.